Hi, beautiful friends. Welcome back to Building a Life You Love. This is Kristen. I am so excited. It's a Friday when I'm releasing this episode, and we're going to talk about how are we showing up in our day? Are we showing up and expecting the best day ever? Are we going to make it happen? Or are we showing up and living in a routine that has made us feel worn out, lifeless, and honestly, like there's no there's no magic to life. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how can we break out of that mundane living and actually feel like life is something special. And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. And before we jump into today's episode, I do want to let you know, I have tons of guests booked this month coming up for the show. I'm so excited. There's so many good people coming on. We're going to have so many good conversations that I know you're going to love and get so much out of. So stay tuned because I know it's been uh, probably a month or so before I've had lots of new uh, interviews. So I'm super excited. And as we wrap up this season and then step into the next season, Literally, I'm really excited how the show is going to just be pivoting slightly to really bring you more content to help you build a life you love, to kind of step into designing a life that's more joyful and that feels more at ease and um, more peaceful for you. So I cannot wait. I just wanted to let you know. Okay, so for today, I actually want to start off with sharing just a little excerpt from Mark Batterson's book, Chase the Lion, he has in it a a little statement that he calls the Lion Chaser's Manifesto. So I'm going to read you part of it because it seriously hits home about what I want to bring up today, what I want to talk about. He says this, quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. Run to the roar, set God-sized goals, pursue God-given passions, go after a dream that's destined to fail without divine intervention. Stop pointing out problems, become part of the solution. Stop repeating the past, start creating the future, face your fears, and then it continues from there. But tell me that's not so good. How many of us are going through our days a bit on autopilot? We're so busy, we're so filled that we don't always take the time to be intentional. We don't always take the time to take inventory of our life or inventory of what our heart and soul are telling us. And I'm telling you, today's the day that stops. Let's show up in our lives. Let's live as if every day is is a new day and it's a gift because it is. And I just posted something on Instagram today. And one of the things I said is, I hope you step into your day with an openness and an excitement of a five-year-old. And that is what I hope for each of us. Somehow along the way from childhood until adulthood, whether that's in your 30s or 40s or 50s or beyond for you, why are we living without that excitement and that enthusiasm? We're not showing up in our days with this passion, this burning fire, 
Now, some people are, but what I'm saying is so many people aren't. And I we can change that. I think that we were actually intended to live more joyful lives, to feel more clarity, to feel more at peace. But I think we do that by getting clear on how God made us to show up in the world, what our calling or purpose is. And by by that, I don't mean you know that you have this one special job to do. I mean, that could be true for you. But it's more about how do we show up in the world loving other people, loving ourselves and loving God. And then also, I think he created us for joy. What we like, what we're drawn to, it's not by chance. And it's not happiness I'm talking about. Joy is this inner gladness. And it comes from having that connection, right? The connection to knowing who we are, our authentic authentic selves, knowing who God is and what his truth is about us and about how he made humans. He made us for connection. He made us to live in community. He made us to create, to use our hands or our hearts in some way. Every human was made this way. I think a lot of times the reason that we feel worn out, we feel, we don't feel like good at the soul level. It's because we've lost touch with this, this creativity or this creation, creating something in the world. And it's when we start tapping back into, we start listening and paying attention to the things that we enjoy, the things that we like, the things that we want to explore. That's when we start having these, um, you know, like divine downloads, some people call them, but you know, this, these creative inspirations, or that is when we start feeling more at peace and more alive. And, you know, some people might say, oh, well, you know, everything's not rosy. You know, God didn't intend it that way. I'm not saying that. Joyfulness, inner gladness means that regardless of our circumstances, we can still have appreciation. We can still feel this joy for living, for being alive. We're knowing that even in hard things, there's still beauty. Even in some difficult thing, a diagnosis or um, somebody passing, there's still beauty in the connection of the people supporting us. There's beauty in the life that was lived. There's beauty in the people we will possibly encourage that are that after us are going through the diagnosis. There's always beauty and joy to be found, even in the tough and the hard. And so my question is, how do we live that life? How do we live the life that we know there's always possibility, there's always something great to be discovered in that day? Well, I think one, it starts with, we have to be opened to those possibilities. We have to be opened. Uh, we have to open our mind, right? So we have to try to have a more opened uh, mindset and our perception needs to uh, change. We need to realize that it's how we perceive the world, how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive everything around us is how we're going to experience reality. So we get to choose. And so this is the, the other thing I'd said on my post. It's a new day. Will you, ch- will you choose to find the adventure in it, to see the wonder all around you? Will you choose to see new possibilities, to leave space for creativity, and chase what brings you joy? And then I, I share some examples. Get curious in your day. Ask questions. Find a dirt path or a treehouse. Walk barefoot. Linger over lunch. Call a friend. Give a compliment. Smile for no reason at all. Find something that delights you. Pray, listen for God's whispers. But friends, what if every single day we showed up 
ready to have the best day. And by best day, I mean, we can see all the wonder around us of God's creations. We can see the the love and the wonder for, of other people, you know, that we are breathing and living and speaking and hearing or, you know, whatever we have, the, the things that we're able to do. And so I think it's that we need to stop and take inventory of how we're showing up in the world. What's our attitude like? What is, what are we doing with our time? Are we so busy in obligation that we're not actually living? We might think we're living, but we're literally, uh, as Mark Patterson said, is we're literally moving towards life to get to death, but that's not living. You know, one of the things I love is the idea that is your life worth, I'm sorry, are you living your life that it makes it worth telling stories about? And what do I mean by that? Well, what I'm saying is if you go through the same day every day, you work all day, long hours, then you drive your kids to three different activities in the evening. You come home and you have 10 minutes to make dinner. By the time you roll in bed, you're exhausted. And then you wake up the next day and it starts over. No wonder that we're drained and feel less than alive. So my question is, what can change about that? Where can we add in these little bits of unexpected joy? You know, can you take a walk at lunch, leave your phone, you know, or turn it off, listen to the birds, hear the wind, you know, anything, but we have more control over our time than we think we do. I think we use that as an excuse. We say, oh, I'm so busy. I have no time. Well, we allowed our schedule to look like that, at least most of us. And that doesn't mean I'm saying, oh, you can just not work. No. But when you're not at work, there is some free time. Even with kids in carpools, if your kids are that young, mine are older now, high school and college. Even when my kids were younger, if I needed it or wanted to do something, I would just coordinate um, someone else taking my kid or picking them up or my husband. So the point is, is often it's because we don't try or we don't ask, right, to make a change. And I love what poet Victoria Erickson says. She says, every morning you rise, I want you to remember this. There are amazing things to be part of and fight for and feel because the world will unlock hundreds of doors when you give this day all the courage, love, and intensity you can. Hmm. I love her poems and just her words. She's so insightful. And here is the thing I think uh, that I want to explain. So for a year and a half, two years, I have stepped back out on my own, working for myself or, or beginning to work for myself. And I've started two podcasts. I've tested some other ones. I started um, some encouragement card, uh, um, I guess, packs. Uh, I've done some mentoring and coaching and I've tested different things. And let me tell you, so many of them, I felt a bit, a little bit like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. So many of the things I tested, and I don't mean the podcast and the cards, I mean the different types of ways I wanted to work with clients. So many of them felt pretty good, but something felt slightly off. Like, is this really what I want to do for the next five years, 10 years? Well, I always knew I was, uh, for many years now, an encourager. I want to encourage people, but that's still pretty broad. So, you know, I worked on, am I going to do more in the tech space because I'm really good at that? Or oh, am I going to help people with online businesses or am I going to help people in their lives? And so as I went through these things, it really was these themes that keep kept coming up for me about joy, about adventure, about creativity, about 
how we show up, about how we're stepping into our day. And what I realized is that is how I help people. And so one of the things now I'm working, uh, starting to work with people on is something I call joyful alignment. It's that if we start from a place of understanding what brings us joy, how God has created us uniquely, then we can actually start seeing the, these changes, these possibilities in our lives open up. We can start feeling into what the next step is or how we should show up in our day and how we're here to serve and love people. So that's one of the things. And so now I'm combining this joyful alignment concept with uh, some of the other things that I've been working on, creative detours and an adventure formula. But all of this to say, I think we're all getting stuck in the doing in the, oh my gosh, what's the next action I take? But I think it starts well before that. It starts with realizing that what brings us joy and how we get aligned with that that is where the magic happens. That is where our uniqueness comes out, our gifting, our talents, the way we were literally designed and created. For instance, I've shared this before, but I'm sort of uh, not obsessed, but like I love certain types of books. And one of the types of books that I continue to buy are about um, like Christian inspiration, or maybe they're about like people, community coming together. But that's not what most of my friends would buy. They probably bought none of them, actually, a lot of them. So these are things that I was uniquely made to to enjoy, to, to desire, to read, to have an interest in. That's because that is actually where I feel most aligned in the world of how I'm supposed to show up. It took a lot of years to figure that out. But the point is, when we tap into these things, these little signals, we actually start having um, more clarity. We have more ease about life and then we're able to have more peace and then and more joy. The other thing too I'll say is I think we, and one of the things that I'm working with people on now is we're all living at a pace that's way too fast that society's telling us is normal, but it's not. It's not the way God intended us to live. So slowing down, um, removing some of the things, right? So uh, slowing down and also um, giving ourselves space, space to uh, have digital detoxes, space to quiet the noise down from all the ways we're being bombarded, especially things like social media, decluttering our spaces in our minds. And then it's slowing down like this slow living idea because God truly intended for us to show up in this day and for it to everything that's needed to happen in today to happen in today. But we're trying to cram in a week's worth of stuff in some cases into one day. And we wonder why we're exhausted and worn out and like need more coffee and, you know, whatever. It's because we are believing society that we need to do more and we need more things, you know, maybe more money. We need to do things faster and we need to be busier, but it's not true. We I'm telling you over the last year and a half, I've had to kind of go through lots of um, changes, a season of waiting, a season of preparation. As I was being faithful, I was doing this work, the podcast. But let me tell you, there were so many days where I was like, oh my gosh, like what's, what am I going to do in the future? Like, what's this exactly look like beyond the podcast? But can I tell you when I had, when I gave myself more space, I gave myself the grace to allow the day to be slower sometimes, 
I could feel the difference. I could feel it in my bones. Like if I give myself time to go out and check on my gardens and water my plants and take time to have lunch, you know, all these things, but those days felt right. You know, so do some work. Yes. But then allow the day, allow me to show up in other people's lives. Allow me to serve my family without rushing. It felt so good. And that's what I want for you too. And so how do we do all this? I think it's, you get intentional. What is it you truly want in your life in this season? That can both be on a day to day basis. And then also in the next you know couple months to year, like what's your big one or two things that you're moving towards? And maybe you don't know that that's okay, but that's some of the work you're going to want to do. But it starts with getting clear on what what brings you joy. What are the things that you're drawn to? And if you're not clear, write them down. You know, start writing them down as you think of them. Find more time for quiet, for solitude. Whether you're sitting out back enjoying your morning coffee, or whether you go on a walk by yourself and you turn your pod, a podcast off or you turn the music off, but make sure on occasion you're you're by yourself, you're quiet. You let yourself decide what you truly enjoy or what, what thoughts are coming up for you. And I want to share something I wrote with you maybe a month or two ago. I say, joy comes when we're grounded in who God is and who he's made us to be. When we realize that we are already enough right now, not in our striving to be more or accomplishing or achieving more, but now. This is when we find the joy we're looking for in God's love and in his presence. Friends, I think we're... We have just gotten so disconnected from how we were designed and how we showed up in the world as children. We were curious. We were creative. We asked questions. We literally would laugh or be so excited about the simplest things. But somehow we've numbed ourselves. We've disconnected from this part of ourselves. And I think it's time. It's time to show back up and figure out how do we get back to a place of joyful alignment because when we can tap back into our wonder and awe, when we can tap back into our creativity and be more playful, when we can show up in the world and realize it's about connection and community, it's about coming together instead of division and um, divisiveness. When we can do that, I promise everything in your life will start lining up. It'll start improving because instead of worrying so much or staying stuck where you're at, maybe you're in a job that's just uh, crushing you, or maybe your hours are crazy, or maybe you've started something, but you're just not clear on how to really get it going. I've been there and done that. I know. So any of those things, I think the mistake is that we're trying too hard. We're trying to push a boulder up the hill instead of staying at the bottom of the hill and wondering what would happen if we pay attention to what's going on around us, to being present And then wondering where we'll be led because we see a butterfly and we decide to follow it because we see there's a different path that we didn't realize because we were so busy trying to push the boulder up the hill. And we end up looking at a beautiful, pristine lake right as the uh, trees of the mountain open up. And we're given this gift of this beautiful, um, you know, visual experience. But this is what I'm talking about. Instead of trying to push the boulder up, We need to slow down and stop. And then we need to pay attention and be present. And when we start doing that and we start following what God has given us inside of us, what the things that he's made us to enjoy, the things that he's said, hey, you you seem to have a heart for this or this is tearing you apart. Those are the things we need to be paying attention to. And they will help 
connect us to what we're supposed to step into or how we're to show up in our days. We just have to be willing to be brave enough to follow our joy. So I hope you have a great weekend. I hope that this will at least give you a little uh, food for thought. And if this sounds like something of interest to you, I am opening up uh, Joy Camp, my Joyful Alignment program at the end of this month. But I also have a free download for a step into more joy in your life for everybody, a workbook. So I'll be sharing both of those, more information about both of those soon. But you're always welcome to DM me on Instagram. I'm at Kristen Fitch. Or you can sign up for my email so you'll make sure to get more information about all of that. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at kristenfitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.